Will and Christian in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Will. And we got a great show for you today. But first, Will, how you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. This past week has been kind of just a good show week. I think probably my last one before everything starts up again. I didn't realize like how fast everything's like. I think a couple weeks we're gonna be back at school. So I know it's crazy. Yeah, now I'm just making sure I have everything or getting stuff if I need it, or yeah, just figuring out how everything's gonna work. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty good. How about you? It's been good. Also, a bit of a chill week. Just a lot of um, preparation before school. Um, I still need to get my bed. I haven't done that yet. Um, I got to get a couple more things, you know, like maybe one more doctor's appointment before I go. So I'm just sort of lots of preparation for the upcoming school year. So not much happening, but uh, yeah, it's good. All right. So before we get into our main topic for today, we got a little bit of pre-show news. So uh, first of first of all, this got announced uh, maybe like a little bit ago. A couple of days but, ago, um, yeah. Mulan, the live-action remake, uh, finally is being released on Disney Plus on September 4th, but there's a catch, a really, really stupid catch. (laughs) You have to pay a premium price of $30 to rent this movie, and if you add that with a Disney Plus subscription of like $7 a month, and you're paying $37 for a single movie... Like, and you can't keep it. You have to. You can only rent it. It's renting. Like that's that's not how much the average movie costs to rent. Usually, it's like five dollars, maybe like ten if you're pushing it. But thirty dollars, I think, is a little ridiculous. And I mean, I don't know about other people, but I'm not this excited for yet another live action Disney remake. Yeah, I. I don't. Know. I didn't even think they were gonna do this to be honest, because they seemed very against it. Um. But I I understand like where they're coming from because if you think about it, like a lot of families are gonna rent this, and if you're like a family of four and you're you're renting this movie, that thirty dollars makes a lot more sense because that's kind of building in a whole group of people. Like instead of paying ten dollars for each person at the theater, you're only paying like thirty for the whole family. But that doesn't really help if you're like. For not people who aren't in families who like want to see the movie, mm-hmm. um, I know I'm probably not. I mean, this was actually one I was looking forward to because it seemed like different than yeah. all the other live action Disney movies. But at this point, I'll just wait <laughs> until it comes I like on a Disney Plus proper. I saw yeah. a meme where uh, it was like people when they hear that Mulan will be like thirty dollars on Disney Plus, and then they're like, "What are you gonna do?" And it's the picture of Thanos uh, in Endgame, and he's like, "Wait." Um, when he's talking to Nebula like before the final battle (laughs) Um, but I'm not I don't think it's a good deal I'm I'm interested to see if they're going to actually cave and do this for Black Widow if things don't get better because that's the one they really don't want to do it with Um, but I would spend the $30 if it was I'd kind of have to like there's no if it was like a Star Wars movie or Marvel movie, I will cave and I will drop the money for it, yeah. but I won't be happy no, about really, it. I won't be happy about it. <laughs> but um, hopefully this doesn't become a trend, but it might 
be i don't know well, it's already kind of a trend with like so. the 20 dollar movie rents like for like when sonic came out and stuff because that's now still happening yeah now they're up in the ante with 30 dollars to rent for like a couple days plus a subscription to disney plus already and it's just whatever we'll see if they actually do this with other movies um you know if things get better in 2021 you know we might see return to movies i think maybe they should try and release new movies in drive-ins because i feel like drive-ins are starting to have a lot of success because people want to go out and see movies and yeah, well, drive-ins is the only option right now well, speaking of that that's a great oh. segue <laughs> um yes. so i found out the other day that walmart is actually going to be doing free drive-in screenings of not new movies but like classic movies mm-hmm. at some of their locations across the u.s the only ones that I could see in Pennsylvania were like North Huntington, like two days and they're already sold out. Um, wow. So I guess they'll be in the, the Walmart parking lots. I don't know if they're going to like project on the building or if they're going to bring I in. I think it's like a big truck. I kind of heard about this too. I think they're going to be, you're going to get like a big truck and that's going to sort of like, they're going to open it up and it's going to sort of turn into like a big stage with like the, projector on it or something hmm. so i think it's going to be they're going to like roll it in and like have a big movie screen there okay. so similar to like a drive-in where it's like a big projector how does it i haven't been to a drive like how does it work with the sound now like do you use the radio is there like yeah an you, app? Would, you would tune in to like a radio frequency either in your car or if you have like a speaker that has like radio then you could do that but um that's probably i'm sure there's also like a radio app where you could like tune it on your phone or something Hmm. but um yeah and then there's like sort of speaker at least the one that i go to sometimes they have like kind of big speakers but you can't really hear the movie unless you have the sound on in your car huh i like i feel like i don't have any around me like i the ones that i looked up were like 45 minutes away and closed Mm -hmm. like for the seat like they weren't opening up but so it would be it would be nice to go to one of these, except all of them are sold out already. I checked like uh, some of the locations, and this is through all the way through October. These are all sold out, and they're going to be showing stuff like E.T., Lego Batman, Back to the Future, Beetlejuice, Christian, Don't You Dare. Um, <laughs> I saw this on there, and I was like, and this. so Drew Barrymore is going to be like the virtual host, I guess, like before the movie, like that. Um, that person who does it before the movie at the movie theater is where they're like showing mm-hmm. you stuff and some like more minor celebrities are going to show up in person to some of them. I forget some of the, someone from like, this is us and a few other people. That's pretty cool. So yeah, that's neat. And I, it's nice that people are getting the opportunity now to go see movies again, even if it's like this, but they're also taking away from actual drive-ins who like need to make a profit. Yeah, and I feel like Walmart's kind of doing okay. Yeah, they're fine. But, although they're like free, so it's not like Walmart's like going to be profiting off of this. That's true. So maybe, I mean, I I could see like driving business away from actual drive-ins who are trying to make money, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, um, speaking of losing money. Uh, great segues today (laughs) starting out pretty well so disney reported its first quarterly loss since 2001 that's really crazy almost 20 years 
they lost four point seventy two billion dollars in three months preceding July uh, June twenty seventh. So I mean, like you know, Disney Disney World and Disneyland. I mean, I think they're open, but like that's kind of stupid. I Disney World's open, of, not Disneyland. Yeah, but I feel like not a lot of people are coming. I hear like a lot of people are canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions. Why? I remember like I think when like the Mandalorian season one finished releasing i heard a lot of people like canceled their subscriptions because they like just wanted to watch that and i mean i haven't used as much as i should have i guess so but i i feel like they're still making some pretty good moves like they released the clone wars season seven i'm excited for that new phineas and fur movie which we finally got a trailer for i don't know yeah we talked about the other day but it looks pretty cool just like classic Phineas and Ferb adventure. I want to finish the series before it comes out, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm on the last season. Hmm. And, um, oh, something. Oh, and then I don't, like Mandalorian season two is still, I think it was done before this all happened. So it's going to yeah. be releasing in October. Which is closer than I ever imagined now. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's like, it's like the only August. new thing. And I That's think. Exciting. I think I in the article that I read about them losing money, they lost like a lot more after that, but I don't remember the exact number. But basically, they're they're hurting right now. Um, they are, they're hurting, which makes sense because like for a while, none of the parks were open and no movies coming out. Really, the only thing they have going for them right now is like Disney Plus and any like merchandise. I feel like, um, yeah, and they're still they just bought Fox, so like. That was just Great a big chunk of money that they just spent. Yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I hope they don't like increase the price of park tickets or like Disney Plus or anything, but we'll see. Yeah. So another thing that I saw. So we already know that John Wick 4 is happening. So we just found out that John Wick 5 is also happening. Wow. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be like a two-parter or if they're separate, but they're going to shoot like back-to-back. Um, Interesting. I did not know this series was this popular to get five movies. I mean, I knew it was it, popular. It's very good. I like just last summer uh, when uh, John Wick 3 was going to release, I was like, I kind of want to see it, but I haven't seen the first two. So I like watched the first two and i was like this is really really good and then i saw the third one in theaters and it was really really cool so i'm very excited for more john wick but i don't know how they're gonna do like five movies yeah we'll see i feel like the only movies that have like the movie series that have more than four movies sometimes more than three movies are like fast and furious um like pirates of the caribbean (laughs) Maybe like Jason Bourne, Mission Impossible, I guess those are good, but oh, yeah, I feel like once you get higher up, uh, the quality starts to go down a bit, so mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see, but <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so uh, sad news for very sad fans of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, a show of which both of us are quite fond. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is almost over um, at the time of this recording. Uh, in two days, the series finale, at least the, maybe the first part, because it's a two-part finale, so I think it might just be the first part, will be premiering on TV. It's, it's a two-parter, yeah. It's a two-parter. So the series finale is almost upon us, and 
Yeah, it's very sad. Some promotional pictures from the final episode have been leaked, so of course we'll have to look at them. No, I saw them for. I was confused <laughs> at what I was looking at, and I only saw okay. them for like a second. Um, I'm pissed that this happened because this also happened right before Endgame came out, where a ton of important stuff leaked, and I couldn't keep my eyes away. Um, so actually, I I didn't look at the leaks of like the movie when Endgame came out. I just saw everything else. So didn't do that, but um, I guess they already leaked something earlier this season with, they like put a promo out for an, for an episode after the episode that hadn't premiered yet. So some intern definitely got fired. And then (laughs) this happened. It wasn't like set photos or anything, but I guess ABC did a bunch of pictures like on set and they were going to release them after the after the series finale aired and like 40 pictures got leaked of the last episode and i saw a couple things read a couple things i shouldn't have seen but oh, no. i'm not like i'm not super spoiled the only thing i'm not going to spoil but i only know stuff related to fitzsimmons which is probably oh. the most important but i i don't know much and i'm staying away from anywhere that could spoil me i just have to survive two more days okay two more days so that's very very exciting and i'm very excited for the hopefully you know climactic season finale or series finale i want them to fight in the end game battle even though that won't ever happen that will never happen you know i people said it might i i highly doubt it but i'd imagine like uh it's just like Ghost Rider shows up, opens a portal with this chain, and it's like, come on, the Avengers need us. And That's what they said they were going to do, and they were going to use uh, unused footage from the movie. Uh, wow. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We should make a, like, a betting thing of what happens in the, in the finale. <laughs> like a, like a Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. bingo card? Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Um, I think people have already made them, but that's funny. Yeah. So new news so jurassic world 3 jurassic world dominion i think has started shooting or they were going to did you see the last movie i have not seen any of the jurassic world movies. Oh, actually. so that I might watched... be part of the discussion today um, oh perfect basically the the last one that came out kind of sucked um and i guess i won't i won't spoil what happens but whatever what happens in that movie is the reason that like this new one is coming out and i'm actually kind of excited for it mm. um and sam neil uh is returning as dr alan grant from the first movie so really not any of the actors from the original jurassic park were in the new movies except for jeff goldblum for like two seconds in the second one. Oh yeah um they, that was in every commercial for that movie, and he was in the movie for two minutes. Um, really? It's the only scenes are of him at like a court hearing, and that's it. <laughs> um, Weird. But it sounds like Dr. Alan Grant, and I think Laura Dern's coming back too as uh, Dr. Sadler, are going to be back Dang. like for real in the movie, not just a cameo, like as main characters, fighting dinosaurs, um, throwing their one-liners out. I'm actually really excited because I love Jurassic Park. And even though Jurassic World isn't like amazing, I still like the first one. So I hope they get this one right. Please don't suck. Um, Crossing fingers. 
but yeah, um, that's some big news. People are very excited about that. Um, yeah. So uh, another piece of kind of older news, but I don't think we talked about it before. Uh, pretty exciting and big and kind of unexpected. Donald Glover reportedly will be returning as Lando in a Disney Plus show. Maybe his own, maybe not. I don't know. But a lot of people, you know, there obviously there was a lot of speculation, but I guess some like pretty reliable sources have said that Disney is going to bring him back, which is really surprising because, you know, Donald Glover is like super busy with like everything. But I guess like right now, not a lot is going on. But um, I guess it makes sense. But I mean, we'll see. That's exciting. Yeah. But this source also said that billy d williams the original lando is going to return i guess so what i imagine if both are coming back i'd imagine it's like i'm guessing it's gonna be a lando show where the older lando is sort of recounting his like tales from his youth and the episodes are of donald glover you know going through and doing everything but it's like billy d williams like narrating or like he shows up at the beginning of the episode like sitting in a chair by a a fire (laughs) he's talking to his daughter from rise of skywalker he's like let's find out oh no yeah we we don't know we don't know but we do uh we we know (laughs) uh but uh so that's pretty pretty exciting and definitely unexpected but we shall see yeah that could that could be a good way for them to actually bring that plot point in if it's like part of the story is like him like bonding with his daughter or whatever or finding out and then part of it's in the past and then you could also bring in um han solo like young han solo if there wants to be episodes of them having adventures um that would be cool i I, I like solo i mean i know some people are like yeah the last money, you know, uh, our residential Star Wars expert, friend of the pod, Matt, <laughs> he very much does not like Solo, but I really liked it, you know. It's better so than Rise I'm, of Skywalker. Uh, yes, yes. I, I liked <laughs> young Han. I liked young Lando. I think Donald did a pretty good job, but I would be, you know, I'd be excited to see him come back. We'll yeah, see. and when I first saw this news, I immediately expected it to be uh lando returns in the mandalorian season two because every character in star wars is gonna be in this season yeah Um, but that is exciting news for sure it's gonna be an end game level crossover every single star wars character ever appearing in the mandalorian season two (laughs) all at the same time yeah i have to make sure i don't look up any leaks for the mandalorian too oh yeah Um, we'll see We'll see. Start Next week, I'll be back, and I'll be like, I know the whole thing. I know what, <laughs> everything that happens. Oh boy. Um, we got a couple months to wait. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Yep. Maybe. I have to avoid the Black Widow ones, too. Um, but... Whenever that's going to come out. Yeah, that's know. true. You might have to pay $30 to see it. Oh, I forgot. Um, the New Mutants has like an, another new release date, and they're apparently oh. sticking with it. I this movie has been moved that. ten thousand times. Oh my! I think God. the first trailer came out three years ago or something like that. That's really crazy. And they keep I pushing it. About it. And the marketing has started back up, and I think it's like August, end of August, that it's going to be in some theaters and maybe streaming. But I kind of want to watch this just because of how long it's been delayed. Like I don't even care yeah, that much I, about it, but just I want to watch it. Finally, see it exactly i forgot about that movie but cool yeah okay so 
getting into our main topic. So, in the previous episode, we had Friend of the Pod Rose to talk about some bad movies that we thought were fun. You know, like The Room and all those. You know, Jack and Jill and Toby. Jack and Jill and Toby. <laughs> just bad movies that, you know, everybody can enjoy. You know, the good bad movies. So yeah. now we decided to talk about bad, bad movies and TV shows. You know, these movies are bad. Sometimes they're not laughably bad. They're just like this, this so dumb bad. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple, you know, movies and TV shows that we could talk about. Uh, Will, do you want to start off? Yeah. So in recent news, I finally finished Avatar The Last Airbender. Woo! It only took me like three months <laughs> um i really like banged through season three really quickly and my consensus is that i love it i did not love it at first in fact i didn't really like it at first but i stuck with it uh as it went on like i realized how great it is uh, i'm very glad all of my friends forced me to watch it <laughs> um you're welcome and so i always heard we talked about this very briefly on the last time we did this type of episode Mm-hmm. The Last Airbender movie. I decided that I wanted to watch it just because I had heard how horrible it was from like online and at Crafter Christian watched it. Um, and of the appeal because they filmed part of it right near where I used to live, where I almost got a tour of the set. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could not even make it all the way through this movie. It's still like in my Netflix. I think there's like 20 minutes left. It's wow. just terrible. <laughs> it's it so bad. So bad. So I guess one of the first things that angered me about it was that almost every character's name is mispronounced. It's like right at the uh, beginning. They like right from the beginning, you can tell it's gonna be bad. So like Ong is the Avatar. Yeah, like, the Avatar, the Avatar. Did you not watch the movie? Um it's Uncle like, Eero. Instead of Uncle Iroh, uh, Soka, which they only say his name like twice too. So if you don't know him, you don't really know who he is besides yeah. being Katara's brother. Um, but and, uh, it's like they were trying to have like, like a Chinese accent. I mean, not really like, it, but just like kind of like say it like maybe they would have, you know, in one of those countries there, but also. Everybody in the cast is white. Yeah, the bad guys. The bad <laughs> guys are all that? Indian. So I found I weird. I learned something about this. Um, well, first of all, M Night. I never know how to say his name. I think M. it's M. like Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Um, Shyamalan. Yeah. He he said that the reason for those pronunciations was to make it more like ethnically accurate when literally the entire cast is white. But um, so the actress who plays Katara. At least from what I heard, it was like the reason she was cast was like a favor for a producer. Like he wanted to get his daughter cast in something. So that was like what they were able to get her in. And so they had to cast someone like who looked like enough like her for the brother. So Sokka ends up being white too. And M. Night's first pick for Zuko was Jesse McCartney. (laughs) What? Yeah, that's what that's what I heard. And they either either he couldn't do it for scheduling reasons or they realized like we can't make this entire cast white so they cast dev patel because he was like an up like up and coming star yeah. um so that's the reason that the fire nation is not like japanese 
they're all Indian. And then I think probably the only casting that kind of makes sense was for Aang because I th- the kid was like really embodied him like in his actual life. Like I think he shaved his head and like his and friends would call him Aang and he knew martial arts. Yeah. Um, but then on screen, he just, like the direction was so bad that it doesn't come off. Like people were saying he acted more like Aang off camera than on, on camera, on camera. Um, <laughs> and I don't like the entire first season is crunched into this short movie. So every scene just feels like they're explaining stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like instead of the, like the intro for the show, which is pretty much perfect, they have a wall of text for you to read at the beginning of the oh, movie. Yes. Um, all the effects are terrible. Um, like they have to dance. There's the joke of like six earthbenders dancing oh to God. move one rock. Move one um, rock. And they made it so that the firebenders like have to have fire near them to bend, which is not how it works in the That's show. Not, <laughs> and then I think they um they were talking about Sosun's Comet, which is like a big thing throughout the series. They said when Sosun's Comet happens, then they can make fire out of air. It's just like pull fire out of thin air, which is what they can do normally in the show. But yeah. when this like big comet comes, then they can be accurate to the show. Did they... Did they change the ending? Because I didn't make it that far. I heard they changed um, what happens. I, yes. So so I did watch this whole movie. And I, I guess spoilers for the end of book one. But I feel like yeah. most people have seen this. So at, you know, at the end, uh, there's a Fire Nation attack on the Southern Water Temple where uh, UA is. And actually, one note about UA. I think UA was the only character that was kind of casted well. I think she looks like the the actress who plays her actually looks like Princess Yue mostly, whereas most of the characters don't really fit. Them. She um she actually went on to voice a character in Legend of Korra. Really? Yeah, so she's like the only one who's actually been on the show oh, now, funny. or like in that's in the series. Yeah. So they like kind of change. So still like um. Admiral- oh, that was my phone. So. <laughs> So like uh Admiral Zhao um still gets the 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 fish you know, to get the moon spirit and all that and then UA still becomes the moon spirit and all that. But um mm-hmm. so I think one thing they did change and then um Aang Ang kind of like <laughs> channels this like big water monster kind of in the show, but I don't think he really does it in the movie. I think I've, I I really can't remember, but one thing, one noticeable difference in the show, that big water monster that Aang turns into kind of sucks Zhao up and like takes him out to sea and that's what kills him. But in the movie, Zhao is kind of killed by just these four random waterbenders. <laughs> like they just sort of pull up and they just do their little dance and they like get the water. And then I think it cuts before he dies. So we don't actually see him die, I think. But, um, so that's different. And then, like, everybody bows to Ong, and then Ong does this, like, really weird kind of curtsy bow. It just looks <laughs> really, really weird. And then it cuts to, um, Ozai talking about how, talking about Sosun's comment or something. And then, like, it shows Azula 
and she's like oh yes father i'll get it done so it's like they're trying to set up a second movie oh. but obviously it didn't happen hell no um but um yeah i i saw this i saw a meme the other day it was like um talking about how because Toph and Azula were introduced in book two, the Avatar movie couldn't ruin them. Even though, like, Azula's in there for, like, two seconds, but, like, they don't really get to ruin her that much. Okay. But uh, this this movie is really, really bad. And I remember yeah. reading something. So uh, M. Night Shyamalan, before directing this, he directed The Sixth Sense, which obviously was big hit, and it's, like, a classic movie, but there's a kid actor, Haley Joel Osment, Haley Joel yeah. Osment, who I guess was like, he was like fantastic. It was amazing. And when he was, when M night Shyamalan was casting for this movie, I forget. I think it might've been the kid who played Aang or maybe even Katara. It might've been Katara. He said that her audition was so good. He called her the next Haley Joel Osment, but that know, wasn't was true. <laughs> These actors are just so bad. Well, I mean, I don't blame them completely. Uh, I the director. I think some of them... I don't think the girl who did Katara was very good, but the person who played Sokka was fine. Uh, Dev Patel was actually not bad as Zuko. I I think he was fine. The kid who played Aang was also fine, but it's the writing and the direct... Like, there's a scene that perfectly encapsulates what's wrong with the writing in this movie where Mm -hmm. it's Zuko and Iroh, like, sitting at a table, and Iroh, who already knows everything, like, about Zuko, he's like, why, like let's just like go on vacation. Like, let's stop worrying about this. And he's like, you know why I can't? And then he points at a boy and he's like, do you know what happened to the print, the prince of the fire nation? And then the kid just like exposition dumps the reason that Zuko was um like exiled. And he's like, yeah, that's why I can't that's like, they why. just, <laughs> every piece of dialogue is just explaining from the show because they don't have enough time to show everything. Yeah. And, and- they have like Katara doing the weird voiceovers to explain the passage of time. Like, I think the worst case was when they get to the Southern Water Temple and Katara narrating just says, Sokka and Yue became great friends. Yeah. Yes. And, and then it's just so. That's. Oh, God. Mm. And. and um, think, sorry, what were we going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, I think the character that they did the most dirty was Sokka because Sokka was just like nothing in this movie like he's supposed to be like funny and charismatic but he was just like stone faced like the whole time and he like didn't really emote and he like wasn't really a character and of course they kind of just breezed past his whole relationship with ua and it's just <sighs> and uh suki wasn't in the movie I mean, yeah they thank god for that, that. Uh- <laughs> thank god suki wasn't ruined by this movie because i love her too but oh, this movie is just so bad. You know what else? There's there's a terrible... So, like, there's an entire episode in the show dedicated to where Aang gets captured by Admiral Zhao, and then Zuko, who's, like, trying to track him down the entire first season, uh, puts on this mask and, like, goes to rescue him uh, just so, like, he can have him for himself, or he just doesn't want Zhao to, like, get a victory. So, he like, the entire episode, he's sneaking into this camp, um he gets him and meanwhile in the show the reason that Sokka and Katara don't do anything is because they're sick um and the sit like they do this in the movie except that they aren't sick like the same sequence and stuff goes down but it just goes from them traveling 
as a group to Aang getting captured, getting rescued, and then them continuing to travel as if nothing happened. Like there, there are no scenes where Katara and Sokka are like, huh, I wonder where Aang went or like, <laughs> I hope he's okay. It's just straight like, they're like, it's completely different movies almost. So there's a ton of that throughout the movie where like nothing connects. There's no character moments. Everything is just rushing through the series to get to the season finale. Mm-hmm. And, and it's even terrible. Like, even like early on in the movie, like the big moment when they like finally get to the air temple and Aang sees like all of the air temple people like dead and he like gets all mad. Like he just kind of goes from like, haha, and then he's like, gets like mad, like, Aah! and Katara's like, whoa, Aang, stop, or Aang calm down and it's just like i didn't like feel anything oh yeah yeah like, yeah. Just, like kind of like huh? what what and then they just like move on like as if nothing happened yeah and i found out that most of this movie was filmed in pennsylvania um wow so m night Shyamalan really likes to film in pa um there's actually been stuff Why? like in i don't know i think you know he grew up like near st joe's um really yeah so I know Signs takes place in Bucks County and they filmed it on someone's farm who I like know. Um, crazy. He filmed, like, I think it was Unbreakable like with Will Smith in Maniunk, some of it. That's with um, uh, Bruce Willis, not Will Smith. I'm sorry, yeah. No, there's one with Will Smith that I'm not thinking. I can't remember the name, but it was like from 2000, but... Oh, um, I don't know. There's a few. I think The Village, they filmed some in Pennsylvania, but... Mm-hmm. So, like, the opening, like, Water Tribe stuff they filmed in uh, Greenland. So, that, like, looks beautiful and everything. Yeah. And then there's some shots, like, in Vietnam or something. And then almost the rest of the movie was in Pennsylvania. And you can tell if you're from Pennsylvania because <laughs> it looks like they're just in your backyard forest. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the Northern Water Tribe was all filmed, like, on green screen in a, yeah. like, soundstage. Um and I heard that, like, the reason that they, like, they blew a lot of their budget in Greenland and then also had to, like, had to put more money toward the VFX than they thought. That could be false, though. I don't know. But they filmed a lot of this movie in, uh, that takes place in what is supposed to be similar to Asia in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But this movie's just truly this awful. <laughs> and I want a sequel just to see how worse it could be. This just... It is just truly awful, and there are rumors that there's going to be another, a live action Netflix adaptation of. That's confirmed, Avatar. I think. Yeah, it's confirmed with the original directors coming back to help because I, I don't think they really had anything to say in this movie. No. <laughs> so I hope it'll be good, and it, if it's not, can't be much worse than this. Yeah, I. A show, like, it fits... I mean, it makes sense because it was a show, but, like, a movie can't really do that show justice. I I don't think it's necessary to make a live-action show, but I think they'll probably, like... I think it'll maybe get more adults into the show who maybe would be put off that it's, like, a kid's show, which I kind of was at first. Um, but I'm excited to see, like, how that turns out. Yeah. As long as uh, John Cena plays the Ember Island players top, um, <laughs> that is what is important. <laughs> I want uh, The Rock to play the boulder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Um, so there's a, just like kind of like a joke within like the fandom that the live action movie was based on the Ember Island players adaptation of Aang's adventures because that in the show, in like in the 
uh, the third season, uh, they're in the Fire Nation and they see a show about the Avatar and his friends. And it's just sort of like right before the finale to sort of give like a good, uh, like a quick recap of the whole series, but from the lens of like the Fire Nation and how like inaccurate the uh, characters are. Like, uh, like Will mentioned, uh, Toph is played by like this big man in like a little wig and a dress and she's like if you haven't watched she's like a 12 year old blind girl (laughs) yeah but um so a lot of people say because like the ember island players thing is like purposely bad uh there's a joke that the movie was based on that play and that's why it's so bad yeah (laughs) very funny so moving on um so i just finished star wars rebels and i did not like it really so i'm gonna talk about like some spoilers because like i mean you can watch it will but like i I know is it gonna spoil stuff from the clone wars not i mean not really the only thing i know about is spoiler i guess uh ahsoka fighting darth vader which sounds really cool and obi-wan killing darth maul okay so then basically that's what i would i would talk about so you it's not really spoiling anything okay (laughs) so star wars rebels is it's like a sequel show to clone wars made by dave filoni and and some of the same people who worked on clone wars so it's it takes place during or after revenge of the sith and the rise of the empire but before a new hope so it's about like the founding of the rebellion so it you focus on this main team of rebels i guess so there's this kid named ezra bridger who lives on this stupid planet called lofal it's just this just your generic kind of like tatooine's generic desert city planet with it's kind of dumb uh so ezra bridger (laughs) is like this kind of space aladdin where you know he's like a petty thief but he then meets this crew and then he learns to be a jedi under his master kanan jarrus who is a Jedi Knight, who his master was killed in Order 66, and now he's on his own. They have Harrison Dula, who is the pilot of the group. They have Sabine Wren, who's like, okay, so she's like, she's a Mandalorian, Mandalorian princess. She's an artist. She used to work, or she used to be a cadet for the Empire. She's just like so many things, and she's like kind of like the, the, the no one understands me girl <laughs> who's like like i guess like the badass of the show but like i don't know then they have zeb uh who is a lasat which is this new species uh he's like the strong man and he's really really annoying and then they have this also really annoying astromech named chopper it's a chopper <laughs> He okay, so that's our main cast, and it basically follows them, um, helping to form the rebellion and getting, um, little advances over the empire. Um, it is not a good show because it's mm-hmm. sort of like it's a kid show, which is it's okay to be a kid show, but yeah. what it fails to do, like it tries to be for adults too. Like how Clone Wars is a kid show, but it also really works well for adults because it has like the more serious plots and, you know, like good characters. But it's like this is like made for kids, but they try to appeal for adults. Like that's why they have like Ahsoka and Maul and they have Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is like from the old Legends candy. He's like a war tactician working for the Empire. It's like kids aren't going to know who he is. 
but it's it's gonna be like people our age or like older that like watch the Clone Wars. It's like, oh, I know Ahsoka, I know Maul, I know Captain Rex and all that. So it's like they're trying to appeal to us, but they just don't do a good job. And like Ahsoka isn't very good. Uh, Yoda Rex, looks like a weird. Oh my god! Abomination the style. The Yoda looks terrible. They have Anakin for a hot second. He looks terrible. Uh, have you seen Hondo Anaka yet in Clone Wars? Yeah, I love Hondo. Yeah, uh, you're not gonna love him in this show. He first of all, his character design, like his, you know how he has the little like, not really fangs, but like tusks, kind of. Yeah. Like so they they're longer and they look like elephant tusks, and it just looks so terrible. And he is just so obnoxious. They did my boys so dirty. Oh wait, that means I, um, that means that Hondo has been in every like trilogy because. <laughs> He's also at Galaxy's Edge, like when you go on the Millennium Falcon ride, and that takes place like in the sequel trilogy. So it's like him and C three PO, and R two D two, and like maybe just... a couple and Chewbacca. Oh, Hondo, the Hondo is just oh, he's so he's so bad. Hmm. Um, he so he's like this annoying pirate, and he teams up with Ezra, and. Obviously, because, you know, Hunt is a pirate. He betrays Ezra because he just is in it for the money. But then they just keep going back to him. And Ezra's like, oh, I got this intel from an old friend. And Hera's like, oh, don't tell me. And then Hondo walks in like, hello, my friends. And they're like, oh, Hondo. And I'm <laughs> there all the time. And he's terrible. And his jokes aren't funny anymore. Um, yeah, I feel like Hondo is best in small doses. <laughs> yes. And he's just he's great in Clone Wars. But he's not good here. Um, they have some really terrible villains. So in the very first season, they have this stupid governor lady named Minister Tua, who has a stupid long hat, <laughs> and she is just. This is just going to be me ranting about rebels because it's okay. Just, <laughs> so um, it's then like at the end of the first season, she's like, "Oh, I don't want to work for the Empire anymore. They're going to kill me. I don't want to die. Take me with you." And then they're like, okay, but then she dies, and I'm like, I don't care. So they have the Inquisitors, too. They're like Sith Jedi killers, basically. So they have the Grand Inquisitor in the first season. He's voiced by Jason Isaacs, who played uh, Lucius Malfoy in Harry Potter. So and General and Admiral Zhao. And Admiral Zhao, too, yes. So he's he's pretty cool. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, but then he, like, dies at the end of the first season. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, so this is the Grand Inquisitor. And then they, the second season, they have, like, two more stupid inquisitors and i don't like either of them because they're both bad at their jobs and then darth vader comes in the second season it's like that's really cool and then there's this emotional battle between anakin and or not Anakin, it's darth vader and ahsoka on malachor in a sith temple i'm like this is really cool so they're fighting and so this is going to be the problem this is the problem with the show any cool moment is ruined by like these original characters that are just like not good. <laughs> so, you know, there's this fight between Ahsoka and Vader. You're like, holy crap, this is like really emotional. I'm really invested in this. It's really intense. And then it cuts to Ezra. He's like, I need more training. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you here? It's like, I'm I just focus on these other characters. And then he has, does this other stupid stuff. Um, And then in season, uh, actually in that episode arc, Darth Maul shows up. And he's he's cool, of course, because Darth Maul's awesome. And then he's throughout the third season, he's pretty cool. Um, and then Admiral Thrawn shows up, and I actually really like him. He's he's cool. He's like kind of predicts what all the rebels are doing. He like predicts their every move, and he's a good war tactician. But 
over so overall there's just so much wasted potential mm. just everything cool about the show is like then ruined like ahsoka wow she's kind of underused maul wow he's kind of underused vader wow he just leaves after the second season and never comes back mm. and then like ezra's annoying zeb and chopper are terrible sabine is kind of annoying but she kind of she's okay i really like hera and kanan because they're dating but it's not like you know gushy gushy isn't like, kanan blind yes he gets blinded okay. by darth maul in the second season but it's like Hera and Kanan are like real people romance, not like Anakin Padme. I'm going to use the force <laughs> to cut a pair romance. I don't think the system works. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like good. Ro- but then like they just never really have good time to themselves. They're always with the annoying kids. But just yeah. this. This series is just so it's not good. And it's frustrating. That's not good. There are maybe like 10 ish good episodes. I would say watch it, but like don't don't expect the clone wars i'm proud i mean it's already hard enough for me to get through the clone wars like it gets better i promise i still need not that i don't like it i just like never want to watch it i'm probably not gonna commit the time to rebels then if it's not i've heard people really like it though so i don't know maybe i'll give it a shot i don't know why but Um, okay but i have too many other shows to watch so that's probably not gonna not gonna happen i've been thinking about rewatching the mcu lately and i gotta stop myself i Um, am like in a big I'm like in a big Star Wars mood right now. I want to rewatch all the movies. But... Oh, I want to. I think I think all the Marvel stuffs in German, and I like. I'm, um, I want to watch them in German, but I'm also too lazy, so I just want to watch them all in English again. But then I'm like, I've seen these movies too many times. Yeah. Um, but I also don't care. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But yeah, yeah I'm probably not gonna check out Rebels because now it's not. Is the animation like as good as Clone Wars? It's a different style, and like. So I would say, like I said, Hondo's design is really terrible. I'm going to look it up. Some of the um, returning characters are terrible. Like, I think some of the original characters, some of them look pretty good. Like, when Kanan's blind, he, like, has this kind of visor covering his eyes, and he grows a beard and, like, a ponytail. It looks good. But, like, some of the character designs are kind of stupid. I don't like Ezra. Hondo does look terrible. You're right. Hondo looks awful. And even, like, Maul looks okay, but he's, like, really smooth and looks weird. And Ahsoka is, like, aged up, and she looks okay, but still kind of weird. But And the lightsabers are skinny, and I hate it. It looks stupid. And another stupid design detail with the lightsabers. Like, you can, like, extend them and make them longer just by, like, a couple inches. And I don't know why. They they mention it once, and then it never comes back. And then... The Inquisitors, they have these spinny lightsabers, and they use them as helicopters to, like, lift themselves off the ground. That's kind of cool, actually. No, but it's light. (laughs) Light can't lift you off the ground. If it was, like, a sword, and it, like, just, like, went really fast, and then lift you up, that's cool. Yeah, like, if it's, like, a helicopter, like, from his sword from the Thanos copter. (laughs) But, like, that would make sense, but it's just, like, a light, and it doesn't, it's just... Yeah, that's um. It's, it's just it's. Maybe I'll just look at the highlights on YouTube. Look at high. I would say, you know, look at definitely look at the Obi Wan and Maul fight. That's probably I one of I've my favorite that. moments from the show. It's ve- It's like so- short, sweet, and satisfying. Is Obi Wan in it a lot? No, it's just in that one episode. Oh be, come like, on. And and that that episode isn't even like all about Maul and 
Obi-Wan. Like, it starts off, like, Maul's in the desert, and you've probably seen the scene of, like, him screaming, like, Kenobi, and he, like, screams yeah. Kenobi, and then, then, like, Maul is, like, going to find him. And then Ezra, like, goes with Chopper into Tatooine, then they're lost in the desert, and they gotta fight off some Tusken Raiders for 20 minutes, and then they find Obi-Wan, they have a little battle. So most of the episode is just Ezra and Chopper lost in the desert, and it's not very hmm. good. I'm kind of done with Tatooine, like... Yeah, me too. Even when I saw it in The Mandalorian, I was like, alright, we don't... We've, we've seen this before, yeah, like, like, enough. I want to see some new stuff. But... No, dude, we'll get another desert planet. Like, we'll get, another desert we'll get a fifth desert planet. Yeah, we got Tatooine, we got Jakku, we Pisana. got Posada, we got Je- Jeddah. Is that the one from Rogue One? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I forgot L- about that one. Lothal is kind of basically a desert planet. It's really what's the one in Sol? Ke- not Kessel. Um, the one they land on. Um, at the end, I forget. I for but that's another desert planet. Yeah. I, for, I forget. I don't remember, but whatever. Hmm. Okay, but Star Wars um, Yeah, oh, that sucks. Um, are you, are you going to try to watch Resistance? That looks even worse. That's, uh, like, actually I, a kid no, show. I, yeah, I feel like that's, like, specifically for kids, and they're not, it like, is. trying to make it for adults. So I'm going to leave that to the kids. Yeah. Whatever. Um, before we go on to, like, the last big movie, I want to talk a little bit about the CW shows. Yes. So... Have you watched any of them? I have not. I think my mom like watched a little bit of The Flash, but I just mm-hmm. never really. I'm not really a big DC guy, so I never really got into it. Yeah, so I I watched a little bit of. And we're talking about the CW like DC comic shows. Yeah. Um, there's other shows like Crazy Ex Girlfriend was on the CW, and that show's great. Um, but, um, so there's this thing called like the Arrowverse, where it's a bunch of these different shows based on DC comics. So it's like Arrow, Green Arrow, like The Flash, um. Supergirl. Uh, now there's Batwoman. There's actually one that people say is good called Legends of Tomorrow, which I haven't checked out. I probably won't. Um, I watched a little bit of Arrow um, because my ex-girlfriend asked me to. She said it was really good. And then I tried watching it and I did not like it. Um, it was okay, but all the shows I feel like are so like cheesy and not well written. Um Lots of like weird love triangles, um, villains that like make no sense, um, stuff like that. But the one that thing I wanted to talk about was some of the special effects. So one of the shows that we really like, Agents of Shield, has some of I think the best special effects on television, on they like network television very at least. Good. Very um, good. It it started off, eh, but as it's gone on. Um, you know, every episode that Ghost Rider is in, he transforms on screen oh, it and it looks, looks great. So cool. Um, lots of space stuff in season five, and this upcoming finale is going to have like the most VFX the show has ever had. Nice. And just from the trailers, it looks fantastic. Meanwhile, did you watch that video? Which video? The one that I oh. linked to. No, I didn't. It's okay. It's um so I don't think all the shows are like this all the time, and I don't want to like say the cg is always bad but there's an infamous clip from supergirl in like the second or third season where um and it was like a promo for the episode where um it's this guy like this weird alien guy who is his head is entirely cg and it looks terrible and he's like you can't like save them or something like that and they're like on the street 
I think I and, have seen this actually. And, and then um, a construction worker is like standing nearby, and Supergirl like trans like he transforms into Supergirl, but it's like they layer a like terrible effect on top of it, and she just pops out. Um, <laughs> and then there's like a bunch of terrible lasers. She jumps in front of a bullet, and like it's like someone photoshopped her and just moved her across the screen. It's oh, some of the worst looking effects that I've ever seen on a TV show. And I don't know if the show is like that all the time, but if that's any indication, then it probably is. And I've heard, I've seen some good stuff on the flash, but also some like really weird looking mm-hmm. um, effects with like the running and everything. I'm and... watching it right now. It is just oh, it looks <laughs> so ugly. Right. It's <laughs> like, Oh my God. You know, so it's just so strange going from that to watching like full space battles in Agents of Shield or them like blowing up buildings and it looks good. Um Yeah, that clip the promo, that was a promo. Yeah. That so bad. It's truly terrible. <laughs> um Ugh. and just beyond that, like obviously I haven't watched the shows, but I know a big thing like on the Flash is that they made Barry the Flash like too OP, so they have to make him forget his character development to have any stakes oh, at all in the nice. show. So like there'll be something that he does in an episode that'll save people and then he like forgets that he can do it or he just doesn't do it in a later episode so that he doesn't just like destroy everyone. Okay. Meanwhile, on something like Shield, the characters actually grow and like learn from their stuff and it feels natural. <laughs> um yeah, I know a lot of people like the CW shows, and I'm sure they're I'm giving them way more of a bad rap than I should, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just everything I see from them, I'm not very impressed. Yeah. Um yeah. So uh one more, then we'll be done. And I'll try to be, you know, kind of brief. You can but, take your time, uh, it's fine. The amazing Spider Man two. Specifically the second one. Not I one. Not well, the first one is also kind of crappy, but like this one is especially crappy. So I saw this back a, for the first time like a while back. I think it was back when Netflix sent you discs. Mm. Um, but I was with my friend Anthony, shout out Anthony. Um, and you know, we're both big Marvel fans, so of course we wanted to watch this movie. So we sat down and he, we, he was putting in the disc, and this is a spoiler alert. Um, oh. Like, oh, by the way, Gwen Stacy dies, and I'm like, no, she doesn't. I'm like, I'm like, I don't believe you, because he always like likes to prank me or whatever. And then you know, we get to the end, and yes, Gwen Stacy dies. I'm like, dude, why would you tell me that? <laughs> and but now, like thinking about it now, I guess in the comics, the death of Gwen Stacy is like super famous. So yeah, I think whenever... that scene is like ripped straight from the comics. Yeah. So then I feel like everybody knew Gwen Stacy was gonna die, but. I didn't. I kind of liked her because I like Emma Stone, but whatever. So this movie is really dumb. <laughs> these, the both these movies, you know, the Sony Spider-Man movies, other than Spider-Verse, are pretty not good. So where we leave off at the end of the first movie, uh, Gwen Stacy's dad, Captain Stacy, dies uh, at the hands oh, yeah. of the lizard. Who's the, who's the the lizard, yeah. The lizard. I couldn't remember the villain from the first movie. So, and then uh, it's Captain Stacy's dying words to Peter. He's like, leave Gwen out of it. So then um, they're talking about, like, 
broken. Then he cuts to them in class, and she's like really sad. And then <laughs> there's someone. I think the teacher is talking about like, um, something about broken promises. And then Peter whispers, "Yeah, but those are the best kind." Referring what? to how he's gonna break his promise with oh. Captain Stacy and continue the Gwen. So I don't know. So then it starts. This movie starts out. They're graduating. Their high school graduation, and Gwen is valedictorian or whatever, and they're they celebrating. They look like they're thirty. Yeah, they, they all look really old and <laughs> whatever. So they're graduating, and Peter is late because he was doing Spider Man stuff with the Rhino or whatever. Oh my um, god, the Rhino. And, so then they're at graduation and he's like looking around and he sees Captain Stacy, like the ghost of Captain Stacy, keeps seeing him. And then, so then he feels guilty about it. So then he breaks it off with Gwen and she's really sad. But then he continues to stalk her in hmm. the Spider-Man suit. Like he swings around and like follows her around, which That's is really weird. creepy. And then we cut to Norman Osborn, who is sick, dying in oh, yeah. bed. His skin looks all terrible, and his son, Harry, who's supposed to be Peter's best friend, but we didn't see him at all in the first movie. He's creepy, too. So, yeah, he's also very creepy. So, Harry Osborn is told that his father has the goblin disease, which <laughs> turns them into a green goblin-looking thing and then kills them. And Norman says, Harry, you're an Osborn. You're going to get it, too. You're an Osborn, Harry. <laughs> so then he's all whatever and then then after norman osborne dies then peter and harry beat up and it's we're told that they've been friends a long time but it doesn't really seem like it because they don't really have good chemistry then later in the movie harry gets the goblin disease and he determines that he needs spider-man's blood to make an antidote so spider-man comes and visits harry and harry's like i need your blood and then Spider-Man's like, that kind of seems dangerous. I'm not going to give it to you, which I don't really see why he wouldn't give it to him. So he's just kind of being rude or whatever. <laughs> in this wonderful scene, Spider-Man leaves and it's just like kind of shot from the window. You can see Harry and he's all angry. He's like, you're a fraud, Spider-Man. He flips a table. His eyes freak me out. Oh my God. He looks so... Ugh. So then you're like, okay, Green Goblin's going to be the villain, but no, not until the end. First, our main villain is Electro, played by Jamie Foxx, who's this really dorky guy that Spider-Man saves, and he, like, licks his hand and, like, fixes his hair or whatever. And he remembers his name. He remembers his name because he's wearing a name tag. So then after that, this guy, Max, I think his name is, mm -hmm. he is obsessed with Spider-Man. He's like, Spider-Man's my best friend. He remembered my name. So he makes a cake for him or whatever, and then... He works at Oscorp, I think, and then he falls into a vat of electric eels, turning him into Electro. A An interesting change is that Max had a tooth gap, which the electricity for the electric eels fixed. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So then, you know, then Spider-Man has to fight Electro, and Electro's mad at Spider-Man because Spider-Man was talking to some other kid and gave him a high five. So he's like, no, Spider-Man's my best friend. So he's all jealous and then wreaks havoc on the city or whatever. No, I thought so it was, um, like, he, he's very, he's really confused, and, like, Spider-Man tries to stop him, and he's like, you don't remember me? I think um, so. And then he gets pat pissed off. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's what it is. He's like, you don't remember me? He's like, sorry, dude. And then they fight or whatever. And then, so most of the movie is like 
Peter is stalking Gwen, and then she she's like, "Have you been stalking me?" He's like, "No," but <laughs> like, yeah. And then they like get back together or whatever. And she's gonna go to England, and Peter's like, "I want to go with you because I love you." Blah 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 blah. And then elect then like they defeat Electro together, and Gwen helps out, and then Harry, full looking like a goblin, looks disgusting with his glider. Yeah. He swoops in, he takes Gwen, and then drops her from a clock tower. And Peter tries to save her, and then it, he, she dies. So that's the death of Gwen Stacy. And then and they then, tease the Sinister Six. Yes. And he's all sad and he's like, I don't want to be Spider-Man anymore. And then he finally becomes Spider-Man again. And, again, and he saves the city. Also, and there's what, that weird plot with his parents. Yes, I just remembered good. because I completely forgot about it. Peter Parker's parents are super important in this movie for whatever reason. And he wants to find his parents and he finds his dad's calculator which has subway tokens hidden inside <laughs> and um it's so he finds like some in some subway station he puts them in a slot and then they're like a train lifts from the ground and it's like his dad's secret lab and then, <laughs> and then he finds out oh my god, Peter Parker's dad made the spiders that gave Peter Parker his spider powers. Lame. Very lame. And it's, and then I think there was a deleted scene where Peter Parker's dad's alive and then he, <laughs> visits, he visits Peter in the cemetery and he's like, you're not my dad, my dad's dead. He's like, Peter, I have to protect you. And then they hug or whatever, but it wasn't in the movie. And the so end this, of the movie is the the thing they use in every trailer of him fighting the rhino because like the yeah, rhino comes back very last scene of the movie <laughs> and it's just this movie's so bad and i blame sony for trying to make trying to like set up the spider-verse and they're trying to make they're they were trying to milk spider-man as much as they could and then they failed and that sort of led to them saying okay disney will lend you spider-man and maybe we can make some money so maybe if it wasn't for this stupid movie we wouldn't have gotten tom holland in the mcu so. well if, it weren't, if they didn't make the movie they would have lost the rights i think oh, um so or something like that maybe not oh. i don't remember we um, got some good spider-man in the mcu i have a confession to make um i kind of like these movies a little bit so okay I don't like them, but I think there's good moments in them. No, um, I, I agree with that. I like well, Andrew Garfield a little, and I like him and Emma Stone together because obviously I, I'm a big Emma Stone fan. But it's yeah. they have some good moments. It's I like. Okay. I think the second one has the best swinging scenes in any Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah, ever. like the, like the very like the very beginning of the movie is like a really cool scene with Spider-Man swinging around the city, and I'm like, it looks really cool. The suit is probably like the most comic accurate in any spider-man movie yeah so like there's some cool moments and i I like the first one is okay i like it but this one is just not good yeah and i i think that andrew garfield is like a good spider-man but a bad peter parker because he's like he's too handsome and too cool (laughs) to be geeky enough yeah and um but like i i don't like the stories necessarily but i like a lot of like the action scenes all the quips and stuff i like in the first movie like when they're fighting in the school and like Stanley's cleaning the library or oh, something and then they're just fighting. But um, there's a lot of little scenes like when he stops the rob, like when he first becomes Spider-Man or something or he first gets the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he like stops like a robber trying to like get into a car and he like webs him up and stuff and he's making jokes and then um there's one where i feel like this happens in like every spider-man movie where there's a car like dangling off a bridge and he has to go in and save the kid and the kid's all scared so like he takes off his mask and has him hold it and he's like it's okay like i thought that i like that scene um i like stuff like that but I agree. And I like the music too, but the the rest of it is, it's just eh. But I've also never been, I like the memes from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, but they've never really been my favorite either. Yeah, um, I like, I watched the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie finally, and it was it was pretty good. It, it kind of doesn't hold up, I don't I think. I think the second one is really good, but that's the one I've seen the least. And Spider-Man 3 is... Spider-Man 2 is really good, I will say, but I need to watch yeah. it again. Um, Spider-Man PS4 game, great story. Oh, great. Um, highly suggest that if who if anyone has a PS4 and hasn't played it and likes Spider-Man, very it's cool. very fun. And the Miles Morales game is coming out this year. Oh yeah, yeah, very lot cool. to look forward to. But yeah, I think that wraps up some of our bad movie talk. Um, got some new ones out there. We're gonna have to find some new bad movies. Maybe get a guest and for the whatever the next um episode we do this is so uh well maybe we'll be back for more yeah, send us suggestions movies. yes if you have some terrible movies you want us to watch we'll watch them maybe and maybe we'll do a bad them. movie breakdown again soon just like a segment sure um, but i haven't watched much that's that bad lately yeah i i kind of struggled thinking because i was like what's a bad movie and i was like i could do the rise of skywalker but i didn't want to talk no about we've done that enough and then, I, and then i was like oh i'm gonna do the last airbender then i looked at the doc and that was, you know, the <laughs> I was like, okay so we are gonna talk but uh yeah that's gonna be it for this episode thank yeah. you everybody for listening yeah thank um, you we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye